Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we continue in the Word of God. We've been going through the book of 2 Corinthians, just picking out a verse or two each day from each chapter. And today's a really, really important lesson if you want to have a harvest of righteousness. There's a principle in Scripture that you cannot violate. It's called the principle of sowing and reaping. Paul talks about it more than one place in Scripture, but in 2 Corinthians he says this, Now I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And interesting, I just noticed in the chat before we started this morning a comment made that also whatever you sow, you'll you'll usually reap more than what you sow. You sow one seed, you might reap a whole for a stalk of corn with ears, many seeds on it, many kernels on it. You might sow an apple seed, and not only reap an apple tree, you might even from that one seed develop a whole orchard of trees from the other apples that as you multiply. But the point here is sowing sparingly versus sowing abundantly. There's a principle here we want to look at, by the way, before we come back to this, and that's this. In Galatians, he says this, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever man sows, this he will also reap. The one who sows to the flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. The one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time... We will reap if we do not grow weary. So many principles here. You don't sow a seed and reap it immediately. I mean, if you plant a, uh, I mentioned earlier, if you plant a, an apple seed, it's a while before you ever get apples off that tree. But boy, from that one little seed, you get hundreds and hundreds of apples every single season. And like I said, you might even get an orchard in due time, not the next day, not the next week, not even the next month. Sometimes it takes a while, but you will reap a harvest. And, it, and the, the second thing, don't be deceived. I'm amazed at how many people I meet that are deceived about this. They think they can sow like a, an apple seed and, and reap a peach tree. They think they can sow one seed and reap a different fruit. They think they can sow to the flesh and reap goodness and life. Instead of, and they think that if you sow to the Spirit, you're not going to reap eternal life. Do not be deceived. He says, God is not mocked. You will reap what you sow. It will take a while before you see the harvest, and you will reap in the quantity of what you sow. Sow a little bit, you reap a little bit. Sow a lot, you reap a lot. That's just the principles here of sowing and reaping. Now, in Galatians, he's talking about sowing and reaping to the flesh and to the spirit, the way we live our lives righteously or unrighteously, live by faith, live by sight, etc. But here in 2 Corinthians, the context is he's talking about money. And this is a very important principle here that he gives. There was a they were raising a collection for some needy saints in another part of the country, another, another area. And he, 
he the, the the Corinthians had promised a gift, and so he sends some a, a little team there and says, "We want to make sure that you come through on what you say. We've been boasting about you. <laughs> We've been telling people that about what a great gift you were going to send. So we just want to make sure you do it." He reminds them to give cheerfully, give according to what they've promised. But here he also gives us principle: if you sow sparingly, you'll reap sparingly. It's amazing to me how many people sow sparingly and expect a big harvest without realizing that to get a big harvest, you need to sow abundantly. Here, like I said, he's talking about money. It's so easy in the Christian life to be stingy. It's so easy to be so frugal that we are grasping onto and holding onto things that really we ought to be giving. More and more, I, this is something in my own life I've always wanted to be, is a channel of God's generosity. Our God is not a limited God. Our God is a big, big God. And our God, money is not our God, but our God, the Lord God, Adonai, he uses money as, a, he, he's the source of it, and he uses us as channels to abundantly bless other people. And if we do abundantly bless other people, we will reap a harvest. But some people, you know, we hear a lot these days about the prosperity gospel. And on one hand, there's a lot of maybe some false hopes or promises there. We can't be sure that if you give generously financially, you're going to receive money back. Although I will say this. I have I, I often see a correlation, a direct between people who are generous with their money and people who God continues to enrich, and then they continue to be generous and he continues to enrich them. It's not an always guaranteed thing that some might imply that you know you give ten dollars to God and you're gonna get a hundred back. We can't make that type of promise, but we can promise we reap what we sow. The other side of the prosperity gospel is what we call the poverty gospel. but And that kind of sees God as very limited, that God, there's a scarcity with God. He doesn't have very much to give anyway, so we better be careful ourselves. And, and in some of our careful financial planning in the evangelical world, we can be overly cautious and lose sight of the importance of abundantly giving and expecting to abundantly receive for ministry and for the work of God. And so we don't want to have a scarcity mindset. We don't want to have a mindset that our God doesn't, isn't able to really bless and bless greatly every single one of us. And by the way, if you have been a person who sows, the word, sows your money into God's work faithfully, consistently, generously, and abundantly through the years, my guess is if you look back, you'll see God's hand of blessing has been really big on your life. But what kind of harvest are we promised? Well, here's an interesting verse. He goes on just a few verses later, and he says this in 2 Corinthians, Now, he who supplies seed for the sower— that's the money that we give. That's what he's talking about in the context. Seed for the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed 
your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. Whoa, that's interesting. That God, in God's word here, Paul's making a direct connection between our faithfulness in financial giving and our increased harvest of righteousness. And I've got to say, I've noticed this over my 50-plus years of being a Christian. I have noticed that some people, they start out so hot for God, it seems, but they never get this area of financial stewardship and generosity going in their life, and they don't make it. They don't last. And I would also say I've never, I don't think I've ever seen someone really make it the long haul in their Christian life, really make it for years and years, decades even in their life, and really continue to grow and be fruitful, who did not have this area of financial faithfulness and generosity as part of their life, and even actually as we grow older in the Lord, becoming more and more generous. Scripture in Proverbs, it says this, there's one who scatters and yet increases all the more. There's one who withholds what is justly due, and yet it results only in want. That's what I've seen. Those who give more, it seems like it it leads to increase in their life, increase in so many ways, joy, increase in, in righteousness, often increases in their finances. I know it has with me, I believe in our faithfulness of giving through the years. God has blessed us. And sometimes when it's tight or when you when I wonder about fearful about times ahead and maybe difficult times or tight times, one thing that gives me confidence in my future is I've honored God with my money and I know God will honor me. I want you to live that way. I want you to honor God with your money. A lot of evangelical churches nowadays are afraid to talk about this. We've heard that, you know, people don't want to come to church because all they want is your money and all they talk about is your money. And we, you probably know, I know people who have left the church disgruntled and they wish they had not given and they talk about money. Don't let, if you're a pastor, don't let that prevent you from building this grace into your people's lives. You're not doing this for your sake. I'm not doing this for my sake. I'm doing this for your sake because this is what the Word of God teaches. And if you want to have a great harvest of righteousness in your life, make sure that you're being faithful and generous with the money God's provided. And then also, as was mentioned in the chat here earlier, this is true of evangelism. We all want people to be saved. We want a revival in our land. we got to sow the gospel. we got to get the Word out. They're not going to, we've got to provide that seed if we want to harvest the seed of God's word, if we want the harvest of souls. So in all these ways, the flesh, the sow to the flesh, you reap corruption. Sow to the spirit, you reap eternal life. Sow your money, you reap righteousness. Sow the word of God, you reap souls. This is how it works. The law of sowing and reaping. Let's not be sparing sowers. Let's be abundant sowers. You want your life to grow? You want a greater harvest? Sow abundantly. Amen? Father, we bless you today, and we thank you that you are a God who's alive, and you're 
anxious and willing to be involved in our lives in what in the things we sow by faith and trust you and the decisions we make we believe that you will you will honor those and bless and you will provide an abundant harvest hallelujah we give you praise i thank you lord how i've seen it in my life i thank you for the many even partners of this ministry that i've seen you bless them as they have been generous givers i thank you for this principle I pray that we'd be people who are faithfully generous with our money, with the Word of God, and sharing it with others, with the gospel, and that we would sow to the Spirit and reap this great harvest of righteousness for your glory. Help us today to know what decisions we need to make today in light of what we've heard here. Let us be proving this principle throughout life, and let us not grow weary in doing good. Lord, I I don't expect if I sow the seed today, I'll have the harvest tomorrow, but I do pray for the harvest. Let us not grow weary in doing good. In due time, we'll reap. Thank you for that. We bless you today and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, this is a test of our faith to live this way. That's, I think, I don't think it's just faithful with money is why we persevere. How we act with our money is a great test of what we truly believe, a test of our faith. This is why I think if you're faithful here, you'll be faithful to the bigger thing, and God will reward you. So I encourage you on that, okay? Hey, if you're new today, welcome. I'm glad you're here. We come here every single day. We get encouraged, inspired, instructed. We get on the Word of God every day. We pray about it because we want to grow every day, better every day. If you get just a little bit better for God every day, just a little bit every day, imagine how different you'll be in a few months. Imagine how different you'll be in a year. So that's why we come here every day. I hope you'll join us. Subscribe to our channel, like the video, share with your friends, and make a commitment to come here either live or later in the day. Uh, You can watch or even listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. Just search for Tom the Preacher. To those of you here every day, I love you. So glad to have you along. So glad you're letting me sow God's word in your life. I know we're all going to be reaping an abundant harvest with that. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.